Well, Jane continues under the spell of Ethel Fredericks, her new next-door neighbor. Mrs. Fredericks manages her husband's business from behind the scenes and has taught Jane to do the same for Mr. Ace. Jane tried it and helped put Mr. Ace in a, over in a big deal. This episode takes place in the Ace's bungalow after dinner. We find Jane alone in the living room, thumbing the pages of a telephone book. Marge enters from her room. Listen. Jane, what have you been saying to Laura while she's in tears? I don't care. A person can stand just so much and not a step further. I've told her once and again to stop serving the dinners like that, but I might as well be talking to a deaf wall. Well, tonight was the last word. If she can't remember not to serve the salad till after the meat course, I'll find somebody that can. But we like our salad with our meat course. I know you do. I know I do. But it's not being done, Marge. Not being done by whom? <laughs> what do we three care what's being done? It's not we three. It's when I start entertaining strangers here. I can't have Laura making a mess of things. Oh, what strangers? Anybody. Customers from the office. Customers? Yes, like that Mr. Tumley last week. Now, nonsense. Mr. Tumley enjoyed that dinner from start to finish. But I didn't. How could I with Laura serving the way she does? My mind's made up, Laura, uh, Marge. You can't fire Laura. She's been here since... Fire, fire Laura? Who's firing anybody? Well, what are you looking for in that phone book? I'm going to hire a butler. Your what? Now, Marge, take it easy. Just relax now because my mind's made up. A butler? You? What's the matter with a butler, and what's the matter with me? Oh, one at a time, Jed. Well, we'll take the butler first. Oh, right, we'll take him first. If your husband finds out you're even thinking of hiring a butler, well... Mark, husbands never know what's best for them. <laughs> it's a wise place to supply the atmosphere of congeniality to help the husband when he brings his business affairs to the home. Jane, you've been reading a book. Just a telephone book. Don't tell me you found that congeniality stuff in a phone book. No, I told you I'm looking for a butler, and I wish you'd please... Where'd you get that atmosphere of congeniality in the home business? Never mind, Morris. My mind's made up. Mm, I see. Um, but, um, what else did Ethel tell you? She said no husband understands or appreciates... I thought so. Oh, no fair. You tricked <laughs> me. Oh, why don't you leave me alone? Okay, I'll leave you alone, but I can't say the same for your husband when he hears about this. He knows about it. He disgusted with him? I don't care if he is. My mind's made up. No. <laughs> I said, did he disgust it with you? Oh, no, not yet. But he knows about me entertaining customers for him. And he approves? Marge, husbands never know what's best for them. Jane, just a word of advice. Your husband is different from Ethel Frederick's husband. They're all alike. Ethel says they're like children. Mm, Ethel says. Yes, she does. Yes, And she's says. right, too, because children don't like to take castor oil, do they? It's good for them, but they don't like to take it, do they? Do you? No, I hate it. That's what I thought. Oh, you're changing the subject. Ethel says that I'm... Ethel husband... says. She's an oracle. Marge, please, after all, she is my friend. So what? So be careful of what you call her. I said she was an oracle. Do you object to that? Oh, I don't know. Just a minute. I'll look that up. Oracles, that starts with an O, doesn't it? Oh, this is a phone book. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, Marge, you're getting me so mixed up here. I'm busy looking for a butler. Now, you're not serious about this, are you, Jane? Am I? What does that look like there? Where? Right here in this phone book. What does that say where I'm pointing? Meadow Lark Butter. No, down here. Meadows. See that? Meadows. Anthony Meadows, Bernard Meadows, Calvin Meadows. I'll find one out of this bunch that I like. But who are these? What's Jane? You don't think these are butlers, do you? 
Yeah, and Meadows, all butlers are named. Oh, well, well, I don't see what's so funny. Of course, you wouldn't. I never hired a butler before. I don't know where to find them. Ethel uses Roy, their chauffeur, as their butler. Where do you find butlers, Marge? In the movies, mostly. Oh, yes, I know, but I can't go way out to hire... Uh, movies? Oh, no. I mean, where do you look up to hire one? I wouldn't know, Jane. That is one of the many things Ethel must know. Oh, all right. I'll ask her then. No? Yes, now. No sooner said the better. I'm going to get this over with now. Jane, where's that book I started the other night? I don't know, dear. I'm busy now. I'll be back pretty soon. Where are you going? Next door to see Ethel. What about? I'll tell you later. What? <laughs> What is that? Well, wait till you hear what she's got on her mind now. What is it? Now, it's not her fault. It's not her idea, you understand. What is it? What's not her fault? What is well, it? Well, um, she's going to hire a butler. So what is she going next, next, next? Hire a butler? Jane? Well, what's the matter with the butler? And what's the matter with Jane? Well, <clears throat> we'll take Jane first. I know what's the matter with her. It's Ethel. No. It certainly is. Because Ethel's husband paid me a visit at the office the other morning. He broke down and told me just how head-packed he is. Oh, that's the did, really? Yes. He came to warn me to stop Jane from butting into my business affairs. It was right after that big deal Jane helped me put over with Tumbley. He said that once he starts doing that, there'll be no living with her. He said that for eight years, Ethel's been managing his whole life, standing over him with a whip, practically. Oh, I feel sorry for that poor man. I do, too, but he hasn't any backbone. I tried to tell him that he didn't have to warn me that I could handle Jane. I I told him he ought to do something about his own wife, but he said it was too late for that. He's too far gone, huh? Oh, I don't think he is. All he has to do is to teach her a lesson. Well, how can he do that? I don't know. I tried a little scheme out that morning. It just didn't happen to work. What scheme? Oh, well, it didn't work. I felt like a heel after I flopped on him, but I really thought it was going to be a thing. Well, what was it? Well, Mr. Neff was coming over to the office that morning, and I thought it would be a swell chance to have Baxter meet Mr. Neff. Try to get Mr. Neff to throw some printing business his way, and then have Ethel butt in, and, well, knowing the way Neff feels about women in business, <laughs> I thought the deal would fall through, and then Baxter could turn to Ethel and tell her a thing or two, teach her to stay out of his business. Well, what happened? Well, Neff fell for that woman's line and went out to lunch with her and Jane. <laughs> what? That's what happened. And did Neff give him the penny job? Well, he says he might. Anyhow, I know Baxter is right back where he started as far as he and Ethel are concerned. And it looks like you're going to be in the same boat if you don't put a stop to this sudden attachment Jane has for Ethel. Oh, yes, getting back to that butler thing. She's not serious about this, is she? Mm, isn't she, though? Oh, here she is back again. I'll let her in. I'm going to have to take charge now and put a stop to this silly nonsense this woman's been putting in her mind. Right. Oh, hello, Baxter. Come in. I had to come over. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand what? Hello, Baxter. Oh, oh, good evening, Marge. I didn't know you were here, too. Oh, now, don't mind me. I'm one of the family. What's the matter, fellow? What's going on over there that you say you couldn't stand? You know what she's doing now? She's got Jane to hire a butler. Yes, I just heard about it. And but... that's only the beginning. She's going to have Jane do the same thing to you that she's done to me. You've got to stop her. Stop Jane or Ethel? Oh, you couldn't stop Ethel. Nobody can stop her. How do you know? Yes. Have you ever tried it? I don't remember. Uh, I think I did when she first started running my business for me. That was eight years ago. I, I think I protested at first, but it didn't do any good. Look at me today. Well, you seem to be doing quite well. Yes, but there's a limit to what a man will go through to do well. I want time off from business once in a while. I want to enjoy life. Take weekends off with friends. Gosh, we haven't any friends except those that mean a printing job. Oh, I wouldn't say you haven't any friends. I'd like to be your friend. Oh, thanks, old man. But don't you see, 
She's even used you to get acquainted with your partner, Mr. Neff. What? And now she's starting Jane off to do the same thing to you that she's done to me. Well, I don't think Jane will be quite as bad. Oh, you mustn't say that. It's just that attitude that got me in the fix I'm in. I thought of it low over, too. Oh, this uh, fix you're in, uh, well, there may be some way to get you out of it. No, 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 not me. Don't worry about me. I'm only giving you the benefit of my experience. I know what's going to happen. Well, let's talk about you first, Baxter, if you don't mind my putting my oar in. Oh, I don't mind if you don't let Ethel know I've been talking like this. Oh, of course I wouldn't. Now, as I understand it, uh, Ethel makes a big play for the men she thinks might mean a big printing order for you. Is that right? That's the idea, all right. Well, um, say, um, Baxter, um, I was just like you. I'm in the market for some printing. What do you say, Morris? I say we need some printing for our fourth of bridge office. Oh, yes, that business you have. You supply bridge players to people needing a fourth hand. Yeah, that's the idea of a business, yes. but... Well, um, we need a lot of circulars, and we need some special identification cards for our players, and we need letterheads, so we need a lot of stuff. Well, I'll be glad to do it for you, Morris. Give it to your course. Oh, well, thanks, but I wasn't hitting around for that. Now, my idea is... The more I think of it, the better I like it. Well, what is it? What are you driving well, at? Well, it's quite simple. I'm a suspected customer. If Ethel can entertain the men that do business with Baxter, why not Baxter entertain for a lady who might be interested in placing some business with him? What? Hey, that's... Oh, I like that. Good work, Mark. Oh, but wait a minute. I, I couldn't... You uh... couldn't what? Take me to dinner, for instance? Oh, no, no. I couldn't do that. Well, what would Ethel say? Oh, what would it? What difference does it make? Business comes first. Tell her it's business. And I'm going to make it my business to be as often as a customer as you've ever had. It's going to take a lot of whining and dining to get me to come to terms. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't care. Oh, yeah. Baxter, don't say that. That's not very complimentary to me. Oh, it is. If you weren't as, well, as charming as you are, I probably could get away with it. But being as you oh, are, Marge... Am I uh, blushing or is it getting warm? Yeah, you are blushing. Look. Baxter, this is a way out. This will give us something to worry about. What sauce for the goose, you know? Mm, very good, Marge. The customer is always trite. Oh, you fool. I was only trying to bring home That's my right, boy. Now, how about it, Baxter? Give it a chance. Three or four nights out entertaining Marge. That'll give Ethel something to think about. Take her mind off your printing business. Maybe start her worrying about making a home for you. How about it? Gee, it sure sounds good, doesn't it? Is that it the deal? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. It is. Mm, I was afraid of that. Why? Well, think it over, Baxter. If it's a go, let me know. I'll be glad to cooperate. Oh, that must be Jane. Now, don't tell her about this. We'll give her something to think about. Well, no, I'd like to think this thing over before you... It's very simple, and it has a great chance of working. I forgot my key. Yes, I see you there. Is Baxter here? Ever want him to come right straight home? Yes, he's here. Yes, yes, yes I, I was just going... Did, uh, did you and Ethel have a, have a nice visit? Did we? Honestly, she knows everything. Well, as Jane and Ethel carefully plan Mr. Race's life, Marge and Baxter may make some changes in Ethel's outlook on things. We learn how the plot progresses when next we meet the Easy Aces.